BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. It's the Chats with Cats podcast. It's Rick, it's Dan, it's Mark. We're here. Mark's not here, but I'm here. I'm here. Oh, you're here? Absolutely, I'm you're here. Just checking your sports bet account? Uh, just checking a, a fact for the end of the episode. Oh, well, nothing like yeah. being prepared, as they say in the in the business. Yeah. Hey, um, you lost the piss competition by default because you we spoke about it and then you didn't even compete. So how far could you piss? Three metres. Were you flinging the shit out of that piss? Oh, I flinged it, mate. Yeah? What techniques were you using? Well, piss into your hand and then just throw it as far as you can. <laughs> no, oh, no, that's really. a great tactic. No, I just whip it. Yeah. Whip it there, whip it good. Did you bring tweezers out the back, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, Love not it. bad. I'm fresh um, off a sneezing fit, so that's pretty good. Mm. And I can't hear anything. My ears have gone blocked. Really? Yeah. So if I'm not responding to you talking to me about tweezers and shit, because that's a fucking dumb comment anyway. <laughs> you, um, you sound like the cats are having a bit of an effect on you tonight. Well, I wonder why that would happen. Yeah. Put some allergic to cats person yeah. no in antihistamines. a fucking room with cats. Sometimes yeah. you're okay. What's the difference? I don't know. Maybe There's a mystery here, like COVID mystery. Makes you more allergic. Mm. I reckon it's because you run down from your big weekend. That's cre- what I just said. Can yeah. we create a conspiracy theory about this? Wait, do you reckon it's because you run down from your big weekend? You know what? It's probably because I've had COVID injections. Oh, oh, controversial. Everything that happens now. Oh, I bet they were double vaxxed. Or, <laughs> so, okay. This guy sprained his ankle. Oh, probably because he got the vaccine. Yeah, Fuck off. Yeah, yep, so much off. of that. Headache? Oh, yeah. Vaccine. Irregular heartbeat? Definitely vaccine. Sore calf muscle? Vaccine. Definitely not the corky that I received while playing the game. It's yeah, it's the vaccine. But it wouldn't have hurt as bad if you didn't get the vaccine. Correct. I seriously can't hear anything you're saying. What do you mean? Like no, not for that reason. I my ears are so blocked. Really? Yes. Wow. Anyway, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna battle through it. That's right. That's what the pros do, Mark. That's what the pros do. (laughs) (laughs) So there's something here. Have you heard about this? I'm gonna talk about it. Weird things that people do in cars. 
I don't know if you've seen this or if you've consciously noticed this recently, but I was driving across town one morning recently and I saw so much stuff. Some bloke was reading a book while he was driving along. Yeah, I've seen that on the news. I've seen that reported. Yep. Some guy was having... Hang on, is that illegal? Uh, Absolutely it's illegal. That's worse than being on... No, but like, you know how people like get fined for being on their phones? Mm. But if you're eating food, that's legal, right? No, I don't think it's legal. No, it's not actually. Is, Is eating food illegal? Yeah, no good. Like, right, I need to stop doing that. There's then. a law that covers it all now. It's called driving distracted. Yeah. But I think for certain types of, like if you were just grabbing a drink or if you had like a handheld, I don't know, a McDonald's hot apple pie. Ooh, just an option. Delicious. If you're having one of those, you're probably not going to get done. But if like, yeah. I saw someone who had a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. It's like you're holding the bowl. Which is dumb anyway in a car. <laughs> and then you got to spoon the fucking shit into your mouth. Yeah. And it was a very milky cereal that I saw. Mm. So that's like literally no hands on the wheel with a liquid in a bowl that can go over either side and distract you. That's like so many distractions. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Lady was doing her makeup. Oh, that's bad. But so not just like, I don't know. You guys have given A little me bit of eyeliner, like mascara, eyeliner, lipstick. Mm. You got Fluffing it. up the cheeks and, you know, all that stuff they do. You guys have just given me a new video idea. What? So you know when people go past in the car and they film someone doing something random? What if someone, if you film someone staged and someone's just like ironing their clothes inside their car? Yeah, yeah. great. Do it. That's brilliant. Mm. And the uproar will be This video huge. that does not exist will go viral. Can you think of something else that's funny? Like what's something that someone could oh, be doing like, that's random? Oh, doing someone, the dishes. Someone wanking. Dishes. Doing the dishes. Yeah. Like like um wiping a pan or something. No, with one of those scrubby brushes that he hates. Have, awesome. have like a fake sink in there, and they're actually like. <laughs> oh my god, people would buy it, and I'll just have like a mullet and some weird glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. Right. There's a few dollars, but then it always blows me away when you see. Sometimes you do see the the lights before you hear the siren, it just blows me away. Those sirens are so loud. Actually, I couldn't hear one at the moment because I can't hear anything. But those sirens are so loud that it's you should be able to hear them from a kilometre away. That's how loud they oh, are. Are you talking about like a cop or ambulance? Ambulance yeah. or fire truck or I'm I'm I don't know if it's good peripheral vision, but I'm always great at getting out the way. I've never ever like been, oh fuck, like seen an ambulance right up my ass and been like, Oh, how did I not notice that? Always way early. And I see other people, they stay in the right lane. It's like not until the ambulance has almost fucking rear-ended them have they decided to move into the next lane. It's like, get the fuck off the road. It's incompetence. That's what it is. Yeah. How ignorant can you possibly Mm. be? Very bad. The thing that boils my blood worse than anything, though, is because I'm doing the right thing and trying to veer off to get out of the way of the ambulance – if there's a car that takes that as an opportunistic moment to get in front of me, oh. <laughs> now I want to kill you and your family. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Or what about, okay, what's your opinion on the car that once the ambulance passes, tails the ambulance to get like free zone? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the ambulance is the shield and they just keep following it. As long as they haven't cut anyone off in the, in the what's the word I'm trying to find here? The road? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not what I was going for, but you know what? That's how the pros do it. They just roll on. No, in the in the pursuit of doing that, as long as they're not like cutting someone off or mm. sideswiping someone, fair play. What if they're doing that <laughs> while eating cereal? Oh, now you can go, go to jail. Yeah. 
fuck. Very, crazy. very, hey, very annoying. You know, I've, we spoke about things that should be illegal uh, whilst driving once, um, and I said smoking because you can drop cigarette. Is that now? Is that under the, the law? I don't know, actually. It should be because smoking's bad to start with. So you should include that in like... I think a hot ember in the car is fucking heaps dangerous. Yeah, and if you butt a cigarette, like you have Mm. to sort of look down, right, while you're doing that. So that's like a distraction in itself. Oh, guess what? Oh, what? When I used to work at the pub, we had a guy there and he was a first responder. Yeah. So... He's the guy that gets sent out to car crashes and all that sort of stuff. So is he, he's basically got a fucked up job. Mm. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. He said to me, what do you think the most common thing... Now, this was 10 or so years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. What do you think the most common thing we find in vehicles ashtrays are? And I was like, I don't know, cigarette butts? Like, is this, is this even a question? Have You guys have a guess. Oh, that's hard. Fuck. I don't have anything. I, I know uh, it's going to be something. Chewing gum. No. This is what it is. Fingers. So, <gasps> this is where people what? are. They're having their cigarette in the car and then they're going to like ash the cigarette butt out so they're not concentrating and then they crash and the force of the crash severs the finger off cl- clunching the, that's not the right word, crushing the ashtray oh. console into the thing and it's like cutting their fingers off. I find that. Oh, wow. Hard. I, I love the fact, but I'm finding that hard to picture how that works. Because in older cars, yeah. you used to actually pull out, an, like, like a drink holder, you'd pull out an ashtray. Yeah. And so when they're like going to ash, their fingers are near the opening oh of the ashtray. God. So it's almost like imagine jamming your finger in a cup holder. Yeah. 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 But yeah. then the force of the car crashing is actually shutting the ashtray with your finger in it because you're not watching. Oh, that's a great fact. Yeah. Mm. You should have saved that to the end, but I'm glad you brought it up now. That's brilliant. Well, I've got another one I might save to the end, oh. actually. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. So, something else I was thinking about the other day. Saw a Facebook acquaintance, friend, whatever you call people that you never know about until they post something on Facebook. Facebook losers, I think. Let's run with that. Yep. The other day, someone put up on their social media, oh, just wanting to wish my best mate happy birthday. Been with me for three years now. My little furry friend, such oh, and such. And it's like, oh my God, what are you? This is obviously just like trying to grab attention. Yeah. Because furry let me tell you, Fido doesn't fucking know when you've posted for him on Instagram or Facebook and they don't check their memories every day. Actually, he wanted to comment on something, but he DM'd me it. Right, and we had a private conversation because oh. he didn't want it to be public. The thing, the thing when people post about their pets is it's cringy because you know 100% certainty that there's no reason to post other than to show other people that you love your pet. Mm. You obviously know the pet's not going to fucking read it, right? So the only reason people are posting, little pat on the back. It's a, it's a pat on the back. That's what's going it's on just here. Dumb. Just no give me some there. love for how much I love my fella friend you love your cats mm. and i respect that but i've never seen you post about your pets uh excuse me mate i actually opened an instagram account for my cats and yeah. posted a lot are we and talking then I gave up are we talking facebook no no instagram but do you know what i did i, I oh so you're you're part of the group i'm part of the group but what what i did is actually for so quite, we're, you're we're, a facebook loser we're ripping on you 
for quite some time, I actually didn't add anyone that I knew to the page uh-huh. for quite some time because I've actually I, got a really good argument. I know people don't give a fuck about other people's pets, and if you're constantly doing Snapchats and whatever about your pet, one a week. That's okay. Do any more than okay. that. No one cares. Here's my argument and something that I will say about your Instagram thing with the cats. If there's a little hint of financial gain to the whole scenario, then I can respect it. Now, people can make money off a lot of things. Instagram is one. If you made that account going, hang on, what if like I develop a massive following for my cats? Then I like that. Yeah. But someone that's just after like, oh, I'm, I, I like animals, like, can you like give me a pat on the back? That's when I'm And like, that's why it actually started because I was like, yeah. Black Siamese, there's a, a niche market for it. Yeah. And then it, guess what? It, it started blowing up and then I gave yeah. up on it. So. And a little fun fact, we're called Chats with Cats podcast. Mm. When we created the name of this podcast, what were we thinking? How many people in the world love cats? Fucking a lot of people. Oh, so, well, oh, yeah, apart <laughs> from Rick. Apart from the guy that's struggling with allergies right now, everyone loves cats. Mm. <laughs> the only thing that you should put on any social media about your pet is a funny video. Yeah, good call. What about when they die, though? Well, there's nothing funny about that, is there? No, nah, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. It's I not, must it's, have mis- misheard it's not what you the, said. It's not the funniest topic out <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You should only ever put up funny videos. Yeah, I totally agree, but what about when they die? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. So I missed the start of it. I was too busy looking at Mark's face. No, funny pet videos are good. Yeah. Sometimes in the morning, if the boys are up really early and I've had a late night, normally don't try and sit them in front of the TV or let them have devices in the morning. I'd rather read them a book and, you know, all that sort of stuff, interact with them. But sometimes it's just like you roll over and you're like, you little Satan, why are you awake? Yeah. So you go through and you start scrolling Instagram reels and the pet ones are the ones they love. Like Moss will just sit there pissing himself laughing for hours just looking at the same He loves animals, doesn't he? Of a do- yeah, yeah, absolutely loves it. That was good noise. Who's doing that? That's you. Oh, that's me. That's great. Right. I was so relieved to know that that was not me then. I know. Because I don't want Dan to get angry at me. If it was you, <laughs> there w- we would be pausing right now. <laughs> And yeah. you were get, you'd be getting a very stern talking to a young yeah, man. Yeah, I would have ripped your fucking head where, off. Where are the warheads at? <laughs> I forgot them tonight. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, no, absolutely. Pet videos, great. That's something that Mossy goes crazy for. But there's lots of other things that dumbfound me a little bit. Let me put this to you and say if you've ever had someone say it to you. Don't even bother talking to me until I've had my morning coffee. Oh, oh, yeah. I've heard that a lot. A I lot. always hear that. Like, uh, it's a retail thing, especially. What? Oh, for me, like that's where I've heard it the most. Obviously, yeah. I've ran a lot of retail workers. Like, oh, I just can't do anything until I get my coffee. Same like, shit. Yes, you can. Day. You can do everything you can do after the coffee too. You just don't want to. Exactly. You don't want to wake up your own brain yourself. That's do, you, do you find it interesting how like there's – addictions in life that are socially acceptable based on what they are like coffee oh that's okay like oh i like to drink a bit too much oh that's all right but anything there's a whole list of things that are like if you have an addiction to that then you get judged good example all these socially acceptable things admittedly the ones that are frowned upon are probably illegal but okay here's a great one so i knew a guy that used to have about 10 to 12 cups of tea a day Oh, what a fucking... Yeah, and used to piss heaps too. Oh, but so, so imagine, he's, a, he's an addict. Okay, but switch that with beer. I'm just going to have 10 to 12 beers a day. 
Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, that's not healthy. That's not good at all. No. Well, it isn't healthy. But is is having 12 cups of tea healthy? Everything in moderation? <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, it's probably more healthy than the alcohol. Absolutely. I, I get where you're going with it, yeah. So what other things can't you live with in the uh, morning? Like some people go, oh, I need to get um, like a, a certain food. Like, oh, I can't start without like uh, – another guy that I used to work with was the toasted cheese sandwich. Had to have one every morning. What a weird breakfast thing to have. Toasted cheese sandwich. Yeah. That's not very healthy. No, not at all. But couldn't, couldn't start without him. That was his thing. It's all routine, isn't it? When you start having something and you enjoy it, then it can't really leave you. You have to keep having it. Yeah, and it's interesting as well. Drinking is another one. Like you were saying about drinking, some people literally will refuse to go out in a social setting without drinking. Yeah. And then don't know what to do with your hands. Like you have to be holding a drink. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's all, that's a great point. It's just these weird things. Like, and it, do you know what's true though? Like, when I was doing my no drinking, I had to also have something in my hand. Like a Coke Zero or something. Well, yeah. yeah. When you were doing your no drinking, what were you predominantly drinking when you would go out? Uh, water or I'd like get a Red Bull or something every now and then. When you were out, did you stop, pause, think like I'm having a worse time that I would normally have? Or did you accept it and you grew to kind of like it? Um, depends what port point of the night it was so i didn't want to exclude myself from any social settings right so i went to hq and mansions and what like all these places Holy shit. So a lot of nightclubs i wouldn't want to be seen dead sober at those places mm. yeah went to pubs <laughs> like we we're at sunset bar one day all all different spots anyway and the early part of the night is pretty fun yeah but i used to curfew myself at like one or two o'clock all right because that's still pretty late, man. When, when, yeah, well, it's not that, late when you're 25 years old. That's that's a pretty good night out. Mm. 1 to 2 a.m. I thought you were like... 11. 11, 11, yeah. 11 p.m. Yeah, I reckon I, I reckon I had to send myself home a couple of times earlier. Rick yeah. would have looked at his thing on 11, 11, yeah. time to go home. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Here's an interesting point. If you're out and you're not drinking, you know you're having a bad night when you think, what time is it? I feel like I can leave at this point in time and I'll get away with it. That's when you know that you're probably not having a good time on it without alcohol. Yeah, you're like, I'd rather check my time and know when I'm going to leave than be here and have fun and not think about the time. Because when you're out drinking, having fun, you actually want the night to keep going. Yeah, right? true. So it's like the exact opposite. Are you yeah. are you a good guesser of time when you're out? Like you could literally go, I think it is. 115 you pull your phone out it's like 120 and you're like fuck pretty close depends how fucked up i am but i'm usually pretty good yeah i'm usually always within like five minutes really yeah five nah nah it's not a little you know how people are really good with directions i'm really good with like subconscious time yeah awesome with it what time is it right now uh 1001 10.04 yeah there you go within five minutes (laughs) 10.05 oh i didn't look at that no is that is that honesty system? Yeah, here? we yeah. just had a timer that went off. I reckon this. I reckon you're a little bit yeah. playing the game here. Hey, yeah. that was no, my- we set this up pre-shot. <laughs> 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 Love it. What was that timer for? Uh, to take my vitamins. I sat, told you to start taking vitamins. Why are you taking vitamins at Wait. ten o'clock? Okay, um, just because I usually might be doing something else, and right now, usually on a night, I don't have anything to do apart from take vitamins. You know, we're going to test you again about the time thing, right? Yeah, okay. And we're hoping to expose you. And I'm I'm wanting you to win this. Okay. Another thing people feel really strongly about is coriander. Oh no! Oh, yeah. It's like Are you a hater or a lover of that. I I think it's fine. Mm, I don't. I have used to dislike it. it, 
I used to think it tasted similar to chewing on airfoil. You know that weird... That's, like, nice. That's a nice taste. Yeah. What What do you think it goes best with and what's it ruin, in your opinion? It doesn't ruin anything. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. I don't... I, don't I like it. it with Mexican food. I like it with Indian food. Can I, I like be... It. This is my opinion on coriander. It tastes like nothing. Like, it, it's either there or it's not there. It doesn't really affect my opinion on it. It doesn't really... You probably I, don't notice it. Maybe yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not noticing it at all. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I don't hate it. But maybe if I had it by itself, then I'd have a better opinion on. I wonder it. if you had the dish that you're having it with without it, whether you'd notice it and go, actually, yeah, it needs it. What's the number one food that you have where they're like, oh, coriander? Do you want that? Do you? Is there? What's the dish that you um, always have? Oh. So Mexican or something. For yeah. me, for me, it's when you go to like Vietnamese. Places and they they put on the oh dog rolls the pork rolls oh yeah or like the the box you know like with the pork crackling and the yeah, salad yeah. yeah so you're saying if it was gone from that it'd be less if it was gone from that I wouldn't care and if it was in that I wouldn't care like I said it's a ingredient that I just don't even think about mm. really there's lots of herbs though in the world right mm. rosemary thyme basil oregano parsley sage mint coriander wow. Plus more. Mm, Heaps more. Did you rehearse this? No. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love it. There's a song. Parsley, sage, <laughs> rosemary, and thyme. Um, Peace. But coriander is the one, for some reason, the poor fucker is the one that people either love it or they hate it. And Mark is in between. I was going to say there's no in between, but you are literally sitting yeah. like a metre and a half <laughs> away from me. I've got a massive bit of mint stuck to my mouth. God, <laughs> if I never see you do that again, it'll be too soon. Yeah, <laughs> poor coriander. I feel bad for it. Yeah. Um, what about at dinner tables and where you get seated? You mm. feel strongly about this? I do. Dragons. I feel very strongly about this. So, I've in the last let's let's say three months, I reckon I've had eight dinners or lunches with a far out. Yeah, it's pretty that's good. not many. Why? I- if any, you've had eight dinners in three months. Pretty hungry. So. <laughs> 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 so uh, this is with probably eight to eight or more people. I, I'm going to say ten or more because it's, it's usually been like a thirtieth or thirty fifth or something. And it's come to my attention that I don't know if a lot of people follow Curb Your Enthusiasm, but he has an episode where it's all about sitting in the middle. The two people that sit in the middle either side control the conversation at the table, and it's it's pretty spot on. But my point is, if you get put at the end of a table, let's say the far right. And you're for the entire time I sat next to maybe it's a mutual friend and you don't know the people across the table from you. Not only can you not look forward and have an open conversation with someone that you know, you're also then looking down the table and struggling to fit into the conversations, uh, Mm. hearing what's going on. I think with a dinner party, the strategy is to get there like 20 minutes early and make sure you grab a great seat. When, When deciding where people sit, whoever comes up with that, a very good strategy would be to put the extroverts at the end of the table yeah. because they control the convo. They're looking at people. If I were to organise a party and everyone's sitting on this long table, you would be a perfect candidate for someone that's sitting on the end of the table because you're, you control a conversation. You're happy to talk to random people, right? But do you know what, though? Never put the introvert at the end of the table because that's a nightmare. No, but I'm saying, yeah. like... I think me being at the end of the table yeah. would, would be a deflator on me where I'd sort of give up and I wouldn't be, be at my peak performance to talk to people and, and create like a – you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, oh it's too hard, basket. Like, 
the person yeah. to my left's got a big head. The rest of the table's a bit blocked. This guy, person smells. Yeah, the guy across the thing from me looks a bit nervous. He's like, yeah. keeps like playing with his nose. Like, oh, it's just too hard. Long, yeah. like if you have really long tables that have like 18 people, see you later. Fuck it. The tables break up into three groups. And if the birthday person's sitting like near the middle, he's in the middle conversation. The other two ends of the table start their own conversation. They don't know each other that well. And by the end of the night, just be like, hey, you came to my dinner, but we didn't yeah. say anything to each other. Yeah. All you did was sit and eat with me at a distance. Wow. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. I think tables need to be reinvented into a different shape. How? Um, like maybe like circles, circles. Then they're too far away. It's like you got to yell. Can you pass that for me? Not really. That's sixteen meters away because we've got twenty five people having dinner. Like it's a bit hard. Yeah. How how would you go with seating arrangements? Choosing where people sit at an important event. Let's talk about you know, hey future wedding. Maybe right. maybe you go to a restaurant. It's a single chair, single table, but there's a screen and a Zoom call. Right. Uh, so you're all in the same nah. place, but you can see nah. each other. Yeah, it's not real. It's a bad idea, but that's the only way around. Oh, he's, you're trying to be – I get it. You're trying to be futuristic, right? I like it. Yeah. What I'm going to say to you, though, is if you're going to have a dinner table – dinner table? Yeah, that's not, it's, probably, it's probably not a word, but we'll keep going. If you're going to have a dinner table or a dinner party – that's where I got that mixed up, two words in one yeah. – with 18 people, there is never going to be a conversation that includes everyone anyway. There just isn't. Yeah. There is no such thing as an 18. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Person conversation, that's just noise. But what if someone's got a great story and 17 great listeners? Yeah, well, then you're presenting to a group, mm. really. Yeah. It's not conversation. Mm. That's, that's And you could say, point. hey, everyone, shush. Yeah. <laughs> I need to tell you a secret story that's a really good one. I want you to listen with your ears. Yeah. Mm. All right. What's your go-to? If you go to a dinner party, what's your go-to conversation starter? Okay. Oh, Have you got anything? Yeah. Okay. Do I know the people or, or not know the people? Let's go one of each. Okay. So, uh, what I would do is I will purposely ask the person I don't know something that is not job related, not thank you where you're from related. Thank fuck. Weather related. It's straight to something that might be in the restaurant. I'll be like, "Hey, how cool are these?" Or have you ever been here before and tried this? It has to be something fresh and original. Otherwise, we start going to, what do you do for work? How, like, it's like, oh, I want to fucking kill myself. Yeah. I hate this conversation. I, and I hate talking about work mm. when I'm not at work. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I am to start a conversation, it's a huge plus if the person loves sport. Mm. As soon as I know that they love it, I'm set for the next hour. We'll just keep, we'll go back and forth all night. If... I work out they don't like it. Struggle city. Like, what? Where do we go now? Like, like you need what? a contingency mark. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. But you're right. Like, is that why you don't have a girlfriend? Probably. Like, what do you do for work? Like, that's just. I feel like when you ask someone a question when you meet them, they know straight away this is small talk. Yeah. Straight away, they're like, we're, we're, "This is like a, almost rehearsed, like bit of back and forth." Like, yeah. Like, uh, have you looked at the menu? Like all that crap. Yeah. Like, let's get past that. 
and move on to something that we can both relate to. If you come in strong enough with a, a contingency plan, I reckon you open up introverts more. Mm. If you can get past that that shitty, crappy conversation, then they become more comfortable faster. Yeah. I've got a great call and coming to you guys because I know you're both good talkers. What about when you meet someone and there's that huge relief when you meet someone and you realise that it's not up to you to hold the conversation and stop it from being awkward because you realise the person you're talking to has really good social skills yeah. and they can they can talk to you and you don't feel like you have to maintain a conversation yeah, at a level yeah. where you're like, oh, okay, it's not awkward because I'm controlling this. Yeah, I've, That's a relief. That's another thing. Um, one of these parties I went to was down the end of the table and was stuck next to someone that had no idea how to create a conversation or ask me questions back. Oh, right? like, and it oh. wasn't like they didn't want to hear from me. They were like generally once the conversation was going, it was great, it was friendly, but as soon as I'd said what I had to say, they had said what they had to say, it just fucking died in the ass. And then it was up to me again to – there's no more than four seconds before you got to be like, uh, this conversation and like get yeah. them going again. Otherwise yeah. it does get super fucking awkward. Do you know I hate the work thing like I've said? I just hate it. Like what do you do for work? I hate it. When someone says that to me, my brain goes to like how fast can I run out of this Do you check out, do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the worst thing you can ask someone. I debuted one recently and it's probably never really worked. It's not that recent. But I said to someone, tell me the most interesting thing about yourself. Oh, that's a good one. Not when they go, don't really have anything Was interesting. Was this at like a dinner party? That's a huge... Yeah, call. just like I think we're at something. Did the guy turn to you and like, say, I didn't realise I fucking rocked up to an interview. <laughs> Do you know, that, that's no, but, what it seems like, but it's a good one. Because like, if they have something interesting or they take yeah. it the right way, it's great. Yeah. yeah. What would you say if I said that to you? Say, hey, Rick, this is this guy, Dan. He's um, here. And now I say to you, tell me the most interesting thing about yourself. I'd say, well, I uh, entered a pissing competition and pissed 3.5 metres. But you haven't, though. No, I haven't. Now, I'd say, I don't know. I'd probably talk. It, it is a difficult thing when you put on the spot to go, oh, shit, okay, now I've got to come up with it. To say, uh, what most interesting thing about me. Yeah. To say, um, got a couple of. Oh, fuck, it's a hard question to answer. Because <laughs> the thing is, if you, you answer. to say that I have a couple of cats. Uh, yeah, I thought about that. That's boring, though. That's not very interesting. Yeah, that's why... I, lucky, I, lucky you bailed out of it. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, you've got to be careful, too, because if you answer that too confidently, you sound like you're full of yourself. You'd be like, no, it's interesting. It's, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, I don't know, I've got one testicle. Yeah. Could be any like anything. Yeah. Interesting. So what about you? I can fold my eyelids inside out. So I put my finger oh, yeah. down Actually, there. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. No, honestly. I could do this. If I, if no, if I were to answer that honestly. <laughs> How did you learn that you could do that? Holy oh God. Yeah. Can you put a photo of that on our Instagram? Please? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I can actually bend yeah. my thumb behind my hand. No, if I were to answer that honestly, I talk about my YouTube and the reason I do that is because it's different. Like, yeah, yeah. People don't normally yeah. do that. Yeah. So they go, oh, that's surprising. Like, I, I wouldn't have. Thought you did that. Yeah. So that's like a bit of a conversation. That is a good one. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. And yeah. yours, you, that's it, your hand. Rick, what's yours? Um, I would say the most interesting thing about me. I don't know. I'd probably talk about my music. Mm. Yeah. Love so it. So how I, I'm in a band. 
we broke up for like 12 years. Now we're back together. We've I didn't know that. Out. That's awesome. And we're going to your gig yeah. at the Adelaide Casino in a few weeks. That's right. Mm. Back in town, baby. You excited? Yeah. I'm excited. You nervous? Nah, should be right. First ha- live gig in how long? Ah, it doesn't matter. It does matter. Tell me how many, how many times. It's like 13 years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a night off footy training and you're coming with me. You're coming None. with. You betcha. You're going to come? <laughs> yeah, I told him it was coming. Nice. I'm, I'm excited. I'm what what date cr- is it? I'm going to crowd surf. 19th of May. 19th. Oh, I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you can do is um, ring up for tickets and they'll put you on hold. Hold music. I hate it. Oh, fuck. I thought you were being dead set serious then. I was like, what? Why am I calling up for tickets? Nah, on hold music. I was calling a business. I won't name the business because I can't remember who it was. On hold music. Actually, I'll give you my, my shit list for on hold music. Optus, go and cut yourself in Are half. you with Optus? Yes. First problem there. Stop. Okay. Settle down. <laughs> Commonwealth Bank. And then I had to ring, who did I have to ring the other day? Internet provider or something like that? And the on hold music is horrendous mm. for all of them. Centrelink. You will. This is why people who are on Centrelink are depressed. <laughs> they have to fucking deal with their on hold music. Yeah. It is shocking. I've never heard it. What is it the same? Because there's a lot a of flex. Them. You've never heard Centrelink music? No, I've, never, I've oh. never been on Centrelink ever. You're successful. I haven't am. you? Never ever. No. I've been working since I was 16. Some companies will go and pay for their own something, yeah. their own jingle, but the majority of them are. Um, oh God, fuck, I wish I knew the names of these. But there's one that is so fucking irritating and it's my support line for my work. And it, it's like, you know how things will repeat after 30 seconds? I feel like this repeats after about 11. So it like oh gets no. really, really annoying super fast. There's lots of the ones where they've got words in there as well that are really frustrating. It's like... Thanks for calling. Your call is important oh, to us, and we'll be with you yeah. soon. And then that like comes way back too around. polite comes back around in thirty seconds. Or, Thanks for your call. Your call is important to us. We'll be right with you. No, and it you sounds won't. like someone's about to pick up. Minutes. Sounds like someone's about to pick up and answer your call, and then that kicks in. Have you ever had that one before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you call someone at nine o three in the morning. Our lines are really busy right now. It's like no, they're not. You just fucking have the doors have up. just opened. Yeah. Very bad. You're not busy. Mm. Do you remember home phone hold music? No, so, that no, didn't exist. Yeah, for a little while, for a little while. So if you, we used to have two lines at home, which was rare. So someone would call me and I'd be on the phone to them and then we'd have like a, a thing where I could press hold and we had our own hold music in order to get someone else on the line. It was, yeah, it was very annoying too. But do you remember when, let's say you're 13, 14, you'd be trying to call someone for like 30 minutes. Beep, beep. They'd be on the phone. You'd be like, oh. Call back every five minutes. They're still on the phone. And it turned out to be like your friend's older brother chatting to his girlfriend. The line would be like used for two hours. You couldn't get through. What would happen with emergencies? Let's say like you were trying to call him to say that, I don't know, maybe you're calling his mum because he's over your house. He's broken his leg. We're taking him to the hospital. Fucking emergency. Can't get through because someone's on there having a lovey-dovey one-hour conversation. No mobile phones. No, nothing at all. So what do you do? And you'd have, like, if you were having one of these conversations, anyone else could pick up another, ha- like, phone in the house and just enter the conversation. There was no privacy with it. Mm. You'd, ha- you'd hear, like, the phone, like, make a little bit of a noise and you'd be like, hang on, someone's fucking listening in on this conversation. And you'd ever, did you ever get your brother listening in on stuff? Nah. What's your, actually, what's your longest ever phone call? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, three hours plus, maybe, 340. 
I feel like I've had conversations that were longer, but because it was so long, like the phone cut out or, oh, something happened, I'll just call you back. And then you end the call, you call them back mm. again and it continues. But like I'm thinking, yeah, like three to four hours. But like, this is what I mean. Like if anyone wanted to get in contact with your household in that time, mm. that's three hours of the day not happening. Like you'd be, it'd be quicker to drive over, knock on the door, deliver a message and then drive home. That's... Did I just hear you say, Rick, what was your longest ever phone call? <laughs> yeah. Rick, what was your longest ever phone call? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Mark. That's okay. Thanks for including me in the conversation oh. that I started. Why don't yeah. you just answer it yourself? Seven and a half hours. No. Oh, yeah. When I was in- Screenshot. High school. No, this was on a home phone. Oh, wow. When I was in high school, I- Was it a girl? Well, I wasn't talking to a bloke for seven and a half hours. What were we going to do in high school? Go, eh, how you going, footy? Yeah, cool. Cricket, yeah. Let it go through the cabin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was on the phone to this girl from like eight o'clock till 3.30 in the morning. Really? Yeah. Wow. She must have really fucking loved you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't. That one must have ended. Yeah. Because yeah. she's not, not the one you married. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's school. What do you do? It's school. What high school, what high year? school romance, high school? man. Yeah, high school. I think I was, I would have been like 16 or something. Yeah. Fuck. That's <laughs> he was 17 when he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> that's huge. That's huge. Uh, that's okay. funny. We were talking a little bit about um, Facebook before and I had a question for you guys. I was selling something on Marketplace the other day and- they came round, you know, they were having a look at like what they were going to buy. It was like a cricket bat, right? And he was with his mate. Now, he was a nice guy. He was an Indian guy. And we had a good chat, developed a little bit of a relationship, you know, you know, back and forth conversation. And while he was discussing the purchase with his friend, he started talking to his mate in his language, right? Oh, that's so. I find that yeah. so rude. Now, I wh- hate that. My question to you guys: How do you feel about someone talking to another person in their language in front of you when you have no idea what they're saying? Is it acceptable? Is it rude? Okay, um, here's here's my two cents on this. If you're travelling and yeah. you are in a country that doesn't speak English, but they're multi or they're bilingual and they can, yeah, right. And you go and ask for directions or something, and then they turn to someone else and maybe talking there that's that's okay yeah. i don't mind that but if you're here in an english yeah like, speaking country yeah, and and you're doing especially anything to do yeah. with business like whether it's sales or, or yeah, what's and money's here. involved i just feel like it's a bit rude like it's almost it's like, like a secretive thing it's, it's like how much do you want for this like cricket fat or oh, you know and then you mm. start speaking another language like i don't want you to know what i'm saying yeah because mm. i don't know if it's rude because it's like it's sort of shoving it in your face that I could be saying anything behind yeah. you. But what if they are? What if they're saying, well, like, oh, this guy's a fuckhead? Like, okay, so he spoke English very well. So my first thought may have been, okay, what he's saying, maybe he just finds it easier to speak English. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Indian. But because, you know, he was like so secretive about it, maybe it had more to do with discussing dollars and figures. Hey, because in that scenario... There's no, there's no real reason to need to do that. There is yeah. one. Okay, what is What it? if his mate can't speak English? Nah, he's, yeah, well, good point, but his mate spoke perfect English as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. then they were calling you a fuckhead. Yeah, they hated me. <laughs> it's, it's the height of rudeness. Yeah. It is the absolute pinnacle. But like, is it your fault for not knowing all the languages? No. 
No, I, I agree. In that. If, if you're in there, if you're in any foreign country where language. Linguish isn't the first language. Far out. My words are disappearing. Linguish, that's a cool word. Where English isn't the first language, then they're actually doing you a favour by speaking to you at all in English. Yeah, correct. But if they're over here going, oh, yeah, g'day, mate. Yeah, you've got a thing for sale. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Oh, so how much did you want for it? Yeah, it's 300 bucks. Hey, let's... You're like, "Uh, you can go and fuck yourself. So That's that's how I felt. What I want to see is if we... Just switch and roll roll this around differently. Yeah. Where you're going to his house to buy a bat mm. and then he starts speaking and you're in his home turf but at his mm. house, is that any different? No. If you can speak English to someone and you're in an interaction... In their presence? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No. Nah. Okay. No. Nah. When they were talking, you, I felt like I knew sort of the vibe of what they were saying, like, you know, fair prices is worth it, you know... That may be too heavy, too light. So there was no like malice or anything mm. that I would have gone, oh yeah, like I feel uncomfortable. They were like nice guys. Yeah. They're l- generally just figuring out what they're 100%. doing. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But we still say it's a bit rude. It's rude. Mm. Yeah. It's extreme. Yeah. Extreme. Extremely so Rick's rude. really strong on this. We're like, yeah. yeah no, I, I hate it. Yeah. I really hate it. Yeah. I, I hated it is in a sales. When I was a salesperson, yeah. and people would come in and start. They do it. Yeah. They did it in JBs. Yeah, all the time, all the time. And if I gave them a price, like a reasonable price, and they'd turn around and then they'd start talking, and it's like, I don't know. It's for me. It's sort of like, well, I can't judge if you guys are like pretty much about to walk out, or you want me to hang around. I don't know what you're saying. So yeah. you're basically holding me hostage here for the next thirty seconds to four minutes while you're having a conversation. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's happening. So. Yeah. It's frustrating in that sense too. A little bit of an interesting question for you both, and I love asking questions to you guys. Now that we're on the topic, if you could speak any language in the world, obviously, besides English, what language would you choose? Russian. Russian. Very, nah. very relevant. I, th- I think I'd choose Italian. Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. Because of my background. Yeah. Yeah. There's some languages that just sound good too, though. Yeah, Russian was a joke for me because I I don't like the Russian accent. Italians are fucking sexy language. Russians sound like they're saying everything backwards. Yeah. Do you know I put this in the comments ages ago? There's this female athlete on Instagram Mm. and she is a absolute smoke show. She's so hot. 11 out of 10? 12 out of 10. 12 and a half. Oh, man, he'd stay on the phone with her for 23 hours. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Because whenever she does like like all Instagram people do, she does like videos of herself talking about shit and whatever, and she's German. And it is the fucking most horrendous thing to listen to. It's all the shit. It's a shit language and it's a shit accent. And as soon as she opens her mouth to talk, I just go past it. I, can't, I cannot stop and listen yeah, to right. it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm a little bit like that with French. It's funny. Oh, really? Yeah, I quite like the French. Yeah, accent. it's weird because like yeah. I, I, there'd be so many people that listen to Aussie accent and go fucking listen to that and go fucking can't. Like we sound disgusting. We just don't <laughs> notice it because yeah, we're talking to each other all the time. But we are gross. Well, when when I brought this up, Rick made an interesting point about the German language because I was going to say everyone always calls the German language disgusting. Like it's hard to listen to. And you reckon? I, I tend to like I, – I get it. Like it's not an easy flowing language to listen to. Like for me, Italian is like a 
beautiful language. Is that because it f- seems to flow? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. What what do you reckon is close to that then? Like another language. Yeah, I mean it's tough. Um, European languages, I feel like you have like a mixed variety. Yeah. Like it's very up and down. Were you the one that told me that when you were on holiday, you were on a plane coming back from whatever country you were in and because you hadn't been in Australia for so long, you lost your memory of what you sounded like. It was actually the States, yeah. And then when you you got back in Australia, right? No, you, no. You listened to someone on the plane, and you heard the Australian. It wasn't even that first... far. No, yeah. I, it was literally three weeks in the states. I've gone from east to west, and yeah. then was flying out of LA. And I got to the terminal, and and I could just notice it there. Yeah. All you, these Aussies flying home. I was and like, you "What had, is that noise?" And you hadn't heard the Australian <laughs> language for so long. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, you heard it for the first time in weeks, and you're like. We sound like fucking horrible people. Yeah, we're disgusting. Here's your fucking holiday, Sharon. (laughs) 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 It was fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. I don't know why anyone listens to us. Anyway, we going on to facts? Yeah. Sure. Pick me, pick me. All right, you go first. All right, I want you guys to tell me how old... The oldest person on the planet. Right now? Okay. Oh, I've got it. I know. Okay. The first thing we need to do, and I love it, you can't encourage one another with your own answers. So Rick will say three, two, one. I'll I'll write it down. Okay. Yeah, done. Okay. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. 117. No. You're wrong. 117. You're wrong. You're you're wrong and you're wrong. It's 119. Oh, oh my God. That's right in between. (laughs) This is the craziest thing ever on this podcast. My mind is blown. Holy (laughs) shit. I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So technically now I'm probably wrong as well because she's just died two hours ago. Really? The world's oldest person (laughs) dies in Japan. 119 years old. Woman born in 1903. Who wow. kept sharp solving math problems passed away after the pandemic stopped her taking part in the Olympic torch relay. So her name was Kane Tanaka. Nine years before the Titanic sank, she was born. She's seen a lot Same of shit. Year, yeah. The Wright brothers flew the first aeroplane. Wow. That's great. When World War II started, she was 36 years old. <laughs> Fuck. And she has been the oldest person in the world since. 2019. Really? Uh, yeah. Do you reckon when that person died during that year, she sort of secretly celebrated? Well, she probably Yeah, did. like, oh, you, well, Guinness. I reckon her family would have been keeping up to date with it. Yeah. Not that she looks like she's alive at all. You can see this. Oh, wow. She Guinness, does look frozen Guinness in time. gave her yeah, a she world looks, record. She part. looks every bit of that age, actually. That's right. She looks like she's carved out of stone. Mm. Wow. Anyway, that's my fact. Yeah, right. so the oh, Actually, the oldest person ever lived and to be verified by the Guinness World Records was a French woman, uh, 122 years old, 164 days in 1997. There you go. 122. Not a bad bad innings. Actually, do you know one other thing that this makes me think about? Is it death? Uh, Yeah, sure. Now I'm going to have anxiety all the way home. Thanks, Dan. Um, No, you know, so 119 years old. Death's coming for you. Yeah, I know. It's coming. All the time. But people, she's just died and people are like, oh, that's so sad. No, it's not. She lived longer than most people could ever dream she's of living. She's lived double the age of some people. Absolutely. Hmm. 
But like 60s is still a good end. Well, not great innings, but it's like 65 is a good innings. She's almost doubled that. I know. Yeah. I think it's all to do with quality of life. If yeah. you're having a really good time still at that age, then that's fantastic. If you're suffering, then... Man, she was smashing out meth problems. She was having a great time. That's right. She was fucking, fucking crowd surfing and partying. That's it. Watch out, Sudoku. Okay, guys. You know what I'm like. I'm, I want to test you guys out. Whoever gets closer wins. Whoever wins is a better person. Oh. So not much pressure. The first aeroplane flew in what year? 1906. No, 1903. How did you know? I just said he it. He just said it out loud. Fact. What? He just said it out loud just a second ago. The Wright brothers flew their first plane the same year she was born. <laughs> I wasn't born. listening. I literally had, look at this. Yeah, it's great. Are you on the, you on the same website that no, I'm, I'm on? I'm on the website of the <laughs> lady who just died. Okay, I've got another. Fuck, he's a dumb cunt. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, no, no, no. I've got another one. The Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimetres taller during the summer. Due to thermal expansion, meaning the iron heats up, the particles gain kinetic energy and take up more space. Wow, that's a good, that's a good 15 fact. 15 centimetres. Do you know what I liked about that fact? I hadn't heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was literally looking at it like, I'm ready for this fucking fact. You guys will love this. <laughs> so basically, he tuned out of what you were saying about yeah. 40 seconds before yeah. it ended. I didn't even... I forgot, where I, I forgot where I was. What are we doing here again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Okay. What's up? The, the giant Pacific octopus... Has three hearts, nine brains, and blue blood. Wow, that's a fucked up thing. Isn't that's it? nine more than me. That seems very selfish. Selfish. An octopus is a real motherfucker of an animal. They reckon they're really super smart too. Like, not human smart, but very, very smart. Like top ten animals. Yeah. Guys, I've had fun. Yeah. Have you had fun? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was great. I'm still not sure what we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, neither am I. All see you right. next week. Bye. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.